Hey, it's Pat. I want to make sure you know about an upcoming event we're calling the Backstage Brainstorm. I do this show every day to bring people together so we can grow our businesses with one another. The next step is to join us for a brainstorming meeting. I want to meet you. I want to get to know you and your business. And I want to introduce you to the Idea Slam feedback and brainstorming sessions that we do inside the Idea Collective. It's a totally free, totally fun event. Click the link and you can sign up and be our guest. The Backstage brainstorms coming up next on September 27th. All right, let's start the show. And welcome. Small Business Mornings is on the air. I'm Pat Miller, the Idea Coach, and it is Wednesday. And I feel a little persnickety today. I don't know where that word came from, but I'm running on a low battery. I woke up in the middle of the night, 3.45 this morning, with pink an idea that would not go away. Does that happen to you? Does that ever happen to you? You just wake up with something and your brain goes, well, I guess you're up now. You've got to go make that thing a reality. So yeah, I've been up since 345 cooking with gas and I am ready for today's small business morning show. So today's show is presented by coffee, lots of coffee, all of the coffee. So thanks for joining our daily meeting for small business founders everywhere. On today's show, we've got an interesting study that I want to ask some questions to you about. There was a study about Gen Z's favorite brands and what it means for small business. Uh, I think the brands at the top won't surprise you, but we might be able to find some uh, lessons out of what rated at the top of Gen Z's ratings. Our question of the day today, are you doing right now the same things that you offered at the launch of your small business? So you went into business to do this. Did you pivot? Wait, where's my drink? That's an idea collective joke, by the way. Did you pivot? See, in the Idea Collective, we use the word pivot so much during the pandemic that whenever someone says pivot, you have to take a drink. So pivot, there, that's for you. So during the launch of your business and the growth of your business, did you pivot at all? I'm asking for a reason, and I will ask you about that here in just a little bit. So fire up the comments and get ready to go. And also on today's show... Uh, your questions, comments, and sarcastic remarks. Now, before we get going, I want to say thank you to Aaron, Azwar John, and Meg. All three of them sent me messages yesterday about how they're digging the daily morning show, which I really appreciate your comments and participation in the daily program because this show needs to exist. You need to go build a small business and no one, no one out there is talking to you with an understanding of what you're going through. Because I got up at 345. I still got a small business today, right? I've got 18 other things I got to do in my life as I'm down here in my basement, but I still got to get my stuff done. I know what it's like to walk through. Hell, I just got a cancellation right before I came on the air. Right before I came on the air, I'm like, oh, I'll check my Gmail. Uh, yeah, Pat, we don't want to continue. Oh, God bless America. Like, I know what that feels like, and I'm already landing planes in my head of what am I going to do about the thing? So I get it, and I understand what you're going through, and that's why this show needs to be on the air. Speaking of this show, we are now podcast. 
So if you don't have time to fish over and find where we're streaming live every day, click that QR code, the QR code that's right in front of you or the QR code that's in the top corner of the show. And you can subscribe to the podcast. And the idea is that way you can take it with you. You don't have to find us on social. You can hear the daily update wherever you are. So there, high five to someone who just scanned the QR code. You're a beautiful person. I don't even know who you are, but you're a beautiful person. Uh, But that way, you can take us with you because today's conversation will be applicable to you, whether you're walking the dog at one o'clock this afternoon or you're joining us live. And a big thanks to someone for letting me know that the link didn't work yesterday. So that's the high level of professionalism that we bring to the show here. Let's do some news, shall we? Uh, News update. There's really only one thing that I think applies to us. If you ship anything for your small business, like you have to mail out the t-shirts that people buy or you're shipping stuff across the country, you may or may not have known that UPS was threatening a strike, which could have thrown uh, a big wrench into all of our deliverables if we rely on UPS to do our business. Well, good news. Don't worry about it. They made a deal. So there was a big conversation about an interruption in service and would they go on strike and what that would do to small business owners. Don't worry about it. So there's a big non-story. Like the news is supposed to be, oh my God, a thing happened. I'm so offended. This is the worst. This is a big non-story. That strike that was coming, meh, not going to happen. Carry on. End of news update. Like that's the only thing I saw this morning that made me go, yeah, I need to share that just in case you hadn't heard it. But I did find this study, which I thought was pretty interesting. Someone shared it on LinkedIn, and I'm glad they did. Let's find it here. I think it's right here. Come on. See, now we're having technical difficulties. That's not it. Where is our survey? No, that's not it. Oh, now it's not participating. Oh, we're going to do this live on the air. We're going to do this live on the air. We're going to make this work live on the air, right? No, we're not going to make it work. It's broken. It's broken. It's broken. Thank you. There it is. Okay. Sorry about that. That was graceful. All right. So here's the study that I found. Oh, now now you went away. Oh, we're going to fight. You're going to watch me fight a computer live. You want to watch me fight a computer? I'm going to fight a computer. This is going to happen. This is great. This is great, right? Don't you love it when you fight a computer live on the on the air? Uh, where is my news update? Because I just saw it. All right, we're going to let this figure it out. I'll start telling you about the study, and then we'll see if the computer wants to participate. So the story is, oh, now you want to show me. This is great. There we go. Please don't go away. Thank you. Gen Z's favorite freaking brands. See, wasn't that great? Just flawless, right? A professional. Two decades on the air. And look at me drive stupid-ass computers. All right. Um, Gen Z's favorite brands. They asked, okay, Gen Z, what brands do you like? And they were specifically asking uh, your overall favorites that you have a positive view of. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm going to murder this computer. What is going on? (laughs) This is great. Oh, my God. My computer seriously is now met. Oh, oh, no. Oh, hell. Oh, my God. This is nuts. 
This is great. Are you enjoying this? Is this fun? I'm actually having fun with this because I have really no choice. <clears throat> so thank you for watching me fail completely live on the air. Now let's see if this freaking thing wants to come up now. Okay, you're going to play ball now? There's my news update. There it is. Don't move. Ooh. My computer's possessed. All right. Gen Z's freaking brands. Can we do the thing already? It's not even that good. It's not even worth wrestling the computer to get. <sighs> Gen Z's favorite brands. Here you go. So Gen Z's favorite brands were released, and there are the top seven brands. YouTube, Google, Netflix, Amazon, M&M's, Walmart, and Target. So what does this list tell you about their favorable opinions? And uh, what can we learn from it? Okay, so here's what I take away from this. The first observation is that this is a search utility thing. That all of these brands, they don't have a spokesperson. Look at all those. Besides the M&Ms, they're delicious and, and the peanut butter ones are the best. And yeah. But of the other six, there isn't like a face of those brands per se. They are all somewhat search utilities. They are all tools. They're almost the window to the world for Gen Z, like the dashboard of their life. Isn't that interesting? I find that really interesting. When I think back to maybe when this study would have been taken when I was 20 years old, 20 years old, so basically literally pre-internet, that's how old I am, maybe Nike would have been up here in the top 10. And we could all say, oh, Michael Jordan, right? There was a name and a face and a personality to it. But now these search utilities, these brands that connect us with brands are the most favorable and admired. Isn't that interesting? So the biggest creator in the world, Mr. Beast, isn't number one. YouTube is number one. But you use YouTube to get connected with the voice. It is a layer almost. And all of these brands, Google, Netflix, Amazon, even Walmart and Target, on their own are connection products that deliver what people want through them. I found that really interesting, and maybe I'm reading too much into it because I've been up since 345 fighting technology, which it turns out that many of you enjoyed. So thank you for uh, laughing at me while I was uh, enjoying all this because uh, tech was not my friend. But as we look at this, I found that very interesting. So what does this mean for small business? Is there anything here, here? I think there's two things here, here, just to stoke discussion. So this is not me being the guy on the show telling you what to do. Hell, I can't even drive my own computer, let alone tell you what to do. But here are a few things that came to mind. These major brands are really popular, and I can't really point to their why. They don't seem to be extremely mission-based. You know, Starbucks, which is extremely mission-based, or Ben & Jerry's, which is extremely mission-based. These aren't the most admired companies by Gen Z. I'm not casting aspersions or saying they believe the wrong things, but the why doesn't seem super pronounced. YouTube, which stands for nothing. I mean, YouTube is like a remote control for entertainment. Number one, you know, brand. 
Isn't that interesting? Because as we're building our small businesses, we've been told over and over, live your why, connect with people about why you're doing it, show what you believe in. Isn't that important? But these most admired brands seem to be popular for their what, not their why. I just found that really interesting. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but again, point of discussion. I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, The other thing is, Don't get romanced, however, by the bigness of these brands. So as a small business owner, we can look at the popularity of Google, for example, even Netflix, and say, wow, maybe I shouldn't have a why. Or maybe I should be more mass appeal because these are all mass appeal brands. Don't fall for that. And here's why. Your YouTube looks nothing like my YouTube. Your Google looks nothing like my Google. Your Netflix, your Amazon looks nothing like mine. Because all of these big parent brands are hyper-targeting and retargeting out the wazoo. So if you look at, we did this last night. Abby and I were looking for something to watch on the TV. And I pulled up my Netflix. And it's all World War II stories and business stuff and sports documentaries. And then you go over to her stuff. And it's like Hallmark Channel threw up inside her Netflix. It's like all of these... Uh, rom-coms and basically friends programmed her entire Netflix. So mine is all death and destruction and hers is all uh, the cute doctor that never got married shows because it's all hyper-targeted. So if you look at all these different brands, while they look big tent, they are all extremely targeted. So yes, the what is important and maybe the whys aren't as important But hyper-targeting and super-serving your best customers is perhaps what's really driving all of these brands to where they need to go. Isn't that interesting? You know, there's one other thing that I do want to point out. Uh, This may be Gen Z behavior. So if Brad Herta was with us, I would invite him to call in uh, because he's really an expert on how these uh, generations behave. But Gen Z's behavior, they're being noted as self-driven and pragmatic. And all these brands are kind of utilities that tell you where to go and how to get what you need. They're they're providing discovery. And I think that's something that we may be able to take away as small business owners. Discovery and curation kind of matters still. So it's something to think about. I thought it was an interesting thing to bring up um, because it looks on the surface that being neutral and mass appeal is good. But for small businesses, we can't do that. We have to remain disciplined and hyper-targeted to make sure that we're providing a service that no one else can provide because it's something that we need to do to live. Okay, there's two other things I want to share. Uh, One that will make you go, hell yes, and another one that made me laugh. So here's the other piece of news that I wanted to share. This one I thought was great. You can pick my brain after you pick your payment method, right? Can I get a hell yes? Can I get a hell yes? Right? Just absolutely perfect. You can pick my brain after you pick your payment method. Yes. Amen to that. And the other meme that I have to share, and for those of you that are listening to the replay on the brand new podcast that we've launched, and here I'm going to do the blatant plug before I uh, put this up here. 
we are now streaming our podcast every day of this show. So we stream it live and then we deliver the podcast so you can take it with you wherever you want. Click that QR code and you'll be able to take the show with you anytime, anywhere. Blatant plug. Okay. So if you're listening to us on the audio replay, you won't be able to hear or see this, but it did make me laugh. And it's kind of morbid. So just give me a little, uh, give me a little space here. Okay. I thought this one was funny. So the killing of five bald men in Mozambique is linked to a new superstitious belief that bald men have gold in their head. No, no, I'm not going to Mozambique. That's not a thing that terrifies me. People actually think, I don't want anyone to think that there is no gold inside here. Please, I got enough problems being bald. I don't need an additional problem that people think there's some treasure that's hidden up inside there uh, because there's not. So I just mentioned that we are now a podcast for your convenience. So thanks to those of you that are uh, scanning a um, QR code so you can get the digital feed. And Supreme Gecko watching us on YouTube. What's up, Gek? Good to see you. Appreciate it. And thanks to everyone else that's tuning in this morning. All right, so let's do our question of the day, shall we? And before we do the question of the day, I didn't, I got to share the other innovation that we have. So we decided we know now why people don't call into the show. Cause you know, you can call into the show. The reason why people don't call into the show is because you're not camera ready. So we are adopting a no camera call in policy. So if you want to be a part of the show, you can click the link, join the show, no guilt and shame for just being an audio only caller. That way we can hear your questions, comments, and sarcastic remarks. So that is another new thing that we've adopted here on the show. Okay. Question of the day time. Let's do it. Where's my question of the day? Here it is. Question of the day. Are you offering the same products that you launched with? Think back to when you launched. How long ago did you launch? Put in the chat. How long ago did you launch? One year? four years, five years, just celebrated five years. High five. Uh, my wife, Abby is now going on year 12. She's like 11 and a half, which is unbelievable. So think back to when you launched and maybe you just launched six months ago. Are you still offering the same products that you offered at launch or did you pivot, pivot, drink, pivot? Hmm. Okay. So let's see here. We got 13 years in the chat. Good to hear. Good to hear. Oh, and Gek, come on now. Calling in without a camera would be perfect. Everyone says as a face for radio. As a radio guy, I can represent that. I mean, I'm offended. Come on, Gek. That's not cool. And we've got another listener that's uh, in year one. So props to you. Okay, so are you offering the same products that you offered at launch? And there's a reason why I'm asking you this. I... I'm not offering the same products that I offered at launch. Uh, I started my business five years ago with client number one, Sarah Nowacki. What up? I was offering one-on-one -on -one consulting for small business owners. I was helping individuals find their positioning and their branding for their business. So then they could go out and identify who they were going to sell stuff to and, and find success. And I was doing one-on-one -on -one work, you know, basically trying to make a go of it for the first year or two. And then uh, I started doing in-person events 
For those of you that remember, we started a Facebook group that was called Brand Crafted, and we started doing in-person events. And we even did an event. This is just hilarious looking back on it. The best in-person event we did was in November of 2020, which, remember, was called Crush 2020. November of 2020. We sold it out. It was this amazing event. We had the best time. We were so fired up for 2020. It died. Like, 2020 happened. Do you remember that? That was the worst. So I started helping people one-on-one, and then we started bringing people together, and then uh, the pandemic happened. And that was sad, and it changed everything. But what I started with is now shaping what I'm doing, and that's why I want to bring it up. Because you may have started offering a product when you began that it might be a good time to reflect and say, hmm, that thing that I used to do, now that I have some more experience, and now that maybe I have a more concrete business, like things are going just fine, maybe it's something I should revisit. Or maybe there's something in that product that might improve the products that I am offering. Because if I had not done brand crafted events and brought people together for the just terribly sad crush 2020, even though it was awesome, but then 2020 happened, I wouldn't be able to do the small business rebellion now or the idea collective retreat in November. It taught me a lot of how to do it. So by dipping back into the things I used to do, I'm now able to do the things that I do. So I'm curious, what did you used to offer that you don't offer anymore? And this is a thought exercise. Maybe it's something that you should revisit. And there are reasons why. Because maybe the original product comes from a place of talent and joy and energy that you've walked away from. Because I've seen it with Idea Collective members. I've seen it with other small business owners. They start getting paid to do something. And getting paid is good. And as you start to get paid for something, ooh, there's money down this path. I'm going to keep going this way. And then you wake up and hate your job. You wake up and hate your clients. You wake up and realize you're doing something that is not in alignment with why you started your business. That's why this conversation is valuable. And another thing that might happen if you revisit your own products, your old products, is that now that you have your overhead covered, the lights are going to stay on, everything's fine. There might be something from that original inspiration that could be a high profit margin because you don't have to price it in a way that keeps the lights on. Do you know what I mean? Maybe the way that you started that new product or service could be a luxury product where before it was a budget product, or it could be a digital product where before it was an in-person product. There's something here in this thought exercise to revisit what started off the business. Because for all of us, we got into the business to do something. And then the business took us where it took us, right? We did something to try and survive. And every once in a while, I want you to stop and think about why am I here? In fact, in my Todoist, and you can steal this if you want, I organize my life through a, a piece of software called Todoist. And it keeps me on track with all the things I have to do. And every three weeks, someone taught me to put in a reminder that says, what do I love the most about my business right now? It's a simple question. 
and I answer it every three weeks because when that pops up in a reminder, bloop, I have to stop and go, okay, what do I love in the business right now? And it helps you ground yourself and reset about what's important. And that way you don't wake up someday and hate your business because that's the most tragic thing to be married to a client or to be married to a business that you fall out of love with. Because that is a one-way ticket to burnout town. For those of you that have been at burnout, you know exactly what I mean. So I bring up this exercise just to get you thinking this morning. Hmm, what did I used to offer? Maybe I could offer that again. All right, I mentioned this morning that I got up at 345. 345. I'm not the only one that this happens to. Please tell, please, please tell me that I'm not the only one that it happens to, that you are sleeping soundly and bang, you get an idea in the middle of the night and your brain just says, well, you're awake now, sucks to be you. Does this happen to you ever? Please tell me this happens to you. Maybe it's just me, maybe I'm a freak, but this happens to me more often than I'd care to admit. And it happens to me more frequently when I'm really trying to install something new or work on a product that could be doing better or make a change, like when the waters are choppy and things are going on. Do you know what I mean? And right now I'm working really hard on the small business rebellion. This is the event that we're doing in Chicagoland, August 19th. And it woke me up in the middle of the night because I'm just, I'm so close. I am so close to explaining the small business rebellion in the right way so people who don't know who we are go, oh my God, that looks amazing. I have to attend. Because if we've met, you kind of get me a little bit. You kind of get the idea collective. You know that we believe in don't grow it alone. You actually understand that there's someone on the internet that's not trying to sell you something all the time. I really give a damn if you're successful because that's rare. Like that doesn't happen very often. So I'm trying to find a way to explain the small business rebellion in a way that people who don't know who we are get it. So I woke up at 345 this morning and like, uh, I almost sat up in bed, like I'm laying there, right? Not snoring. Abby snores. I don't snore. Kidding. I snore like a, anyway, I wake up like, damn it. The small business rebellion is not a what event. It's a how event. I'm like, how did I not see that? So I can explain it. So as you know, running a small business is lonely and hard. And as you know, don't grow it alone. And you know that the big benefit of attending the Idea Collective Retreat or the Small Business Rebellion will be meeting all the other entrepreneurs that are there so you're no longer walking by yourself. We all know that's the big benefit. But if you walk up to someone who you don't know saying, hey, will you be my friend? They're like, hey, go away. Right? You can't lead with be our friend. That doesn't work. So I had the realization that this is a how event, not a who or a what event. So I this morning, 5.30, I come down chugging coffee, hammering on the website, smallbusinessrebellion.com, working out, okay, well, 
how do they build their business? And the idea is it's about time, money, and real relationships. And I need to lead with time, money, and real relationships. And it just made me, it made it click a little bit. So if you're not familiar with what the Small Business Rebellion is all about, it's one day in Chicago. Mike Michalowicz, the author of Profit First, will be in person doing two keynote speeches for us. We've got a sales trainer, Dr. Donna Smith-Bellinger, that's going to do a sales workshop to help us close faster. And then Kylie Peters opens talking about why we're doing what we're doing and how to build a business that we love that's in alignment for our life. Like all of those things. How are we doing it? How do we sell more? How do we bring more money home? Those are more, those are how events. And then along the way, you'll fall in love with the people that are there. So I'm not alone in this, thank God. And Gecko, thank you for commenting on the blog that that happens to you sometimes too. I appreciate you. Uh, Just let me know if that's the type of thing that happens to you. All right, let's get into the big finish here. Do you have any questions, comments, or sarcastic remarks that you want to share before we log off and drift off into a Wednesday? Here's what the rest of my day looks like. I'm going to log off from this, and then we will take our audio recording and we will put it up on the Minty Fresh brand new Small Business Mornings podcast feed, so that way you can listen to this show whenever you want. Uh, So thank you to those of you that have scanned the QR code. And then I'm going to race over and practically hold Starbucks at gunpoint before I get my cappuccino. Uh, I need some coffee this morning to make it through the day. It's definitely going to be a pot and a half and a cappuccino kind of day. So if we have a meeting later on today, uh, sorry about you because I've got got some things to do. But I appreciate you tuning in today because I'm trying to make this uh, live show happen. We need a daily conversation just for small business owners and you taking time out of your day, even if I'm on a tab in the background and you're just tuning in, I really appreciate it. So definitely subscribe to the podcast. Let me know that you're here by commenting in the feed. And if you have questions, comments, and sarcastic remarks on how I can make the show better, hot damn, share it with me. Message me on the social platforms, or send me a message inside the Idea Collective because I definitely want this show to serve you, put a smile on your face, remind you that, damn it, you can do this, and you're not growing your business alone. That's the theory of the show. I'm Pat Miller, the Idea Coach. I appreciate you tuning in to Small Business Mornings. We'll see you tomorrow at 9 a.m. Thanks for tuning in.